to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kant, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you are new to my tribe, would love for you to join the Light Medicine community on the app called Circle. Um, the Circle app, I believe, is on the iPhone, but you can always use it on your Android phone just through the browser. It works really, really well, as well as just online as well. And uh, you can check it out. It's free to join. KarenCan.com forward slash LMC free. That stands for Light Medicine Community. So LMC free. And uh, there, you know, we um, talk a lot about natural healing, of course, spirituality, consciousness, things like that. And and um, sometimes things that are censored, uh, although that is, we do have a specific group for that because not everybody wants to hear or talk about that stuff. Um, and I don't know if Dr. Dennis, who is my guest today, would uh, want to be uh, chatting with us, but uh, he's going to get an invite. <laughs> he doesn't know that yet. All right, so guys, oh, cool. uh, Karen Can, KarenCan.com forward slash LMC free. Uh, Dr. Dennis, there's a special link that I'm going to send to you, um, awesome. and uh, which uh, will uh, designate you as a, as a teacher, so to speak. So today we are doing the first Monday of the month, Ask the LifeWave Doctors, with Dr. Dennis Lobstein, who is with me today, and he has so generously uh, shared his energies and time with us every single month uh, to answer questions about the LifeWave phototherapy patches, uh, acupuncture, acupuncture points, Chinese medicine, how best to use some of these phenomenal uh, light phototherapy patches to support our bodies in healing itself. So here's the thing is uh, happy for you guys to put up your hand, ask a question. We do have two places now that people can post a question. Number one is on our um, LW phototherapy page and uh, we do have an event there. And so I'm going to be reading off questions there, as well as in the light medicine community. We also have a special calendar there with all of our events pretty much uh, there. So uh, people have uh, put questions there as well, which is completely fine. So we're going to deal with some of those questions that have uh, been posted first for um, a number of um, you know, days and hours. And then we also have the ability for you to raise your hand. So if you're calling in, you can call in at 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, 818 514 1190 and make sure you hit one of the dial pad otherwise they don't know you have a question and the notes from today's show I type them up and um, they will be posted on the patchtrainingteam.com blog so patchtrainingteam.com uh, and uh, the blog you can see the the past shows uh, the, the little radio show widget is embedded right in the blog post and then I basically write notes and uh, take notes for myself too because uh, Dr. Dennis is just absolutely brilliant so I want to capture all his wonderful advice so if you are asking questions definitely ask it in relationship to what symptoms are going on um, that kind of thing uh, please do not ask us how to cure treat prevent or mitigate any medical condition or disease we can't answer questions like hi how do you patch for MS or how do you patch for lupus we, we can't answer those so we're gonna you know reframe all of those into what's your current symptoms going on and even in Chinese medicine different people with the same diagnosis will have different underlying foundational imbalances so that's why dr. Dennis will sometimes ask for more details you know are you thirsty or and you know, do you have swelling or you know these kinds of things because in Chinese medicine we really individualize things 
And so if you want a patching protocol specific for you or whoever you are helping, uh, this is the great opportunity every month to call in 818-514-1190, hit one. And then if you are online with us, not calling in, I'm also going to open up the chat as well. We'll try to take um, the questions in the order that uh, that you raised your hand. Um, but, uh, of course, we'll do the, the written ones first. Dr. Dennis, welcome to the show. Happy October 2022. Well, thank you, Dr. Karen. I'm delighted to be here with y'all. And uh, I'd just like to note that this is October 2022, which means it's the beginning of our 10th year of the show. Wow. Wow. 10th anniversary. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, we'll have to figure out some celebration or something, uh, some sort of Zoom party or something. Uh, Dr. Dennis, again, thank you so much for, um, you know, just your generosity and, and your time and your expertise. I learn a ton from you, as, as do our listeners, and uh, it's one of our most popular shows every month. You know, we have a lot of people wow. calling in, um, and uh, we're, you know, educating people on, you know, how, where to put their questions to, so that's also very helpful. So uh, each month we have uh, more consistency in terms of questions, and um, yeah, so that's kind of exciting, very, very exciting. Um, yeah, well, I learned a lot from teaching, too, so I love mm, being here. Yeah, oh, it's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. I'm, we're just very, very grateful. Um, what I'm going to do, folks, is I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start writing notes. So you're not necessarily uh, going to see the notes, you know, until um, after it gets on the blog. So it takes a little bit of time to get on the blog. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal, but, um, you know, it's it. Uh, I write them out. And I used to do the actual blog posting. Oh, my gosh, it would take me five hours. Um, <laughs> but now I actually write it on a, a, a doc, a document. And then Tasha, my dear, lovely, beautiful, sweet Tasha, she's the one that puts it in to the blog and corrects all my grammatical and spelling errors <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, adds it all nice and neat in there. Yeah, so lucky me, lucky me. Um, I have an amazing team. All right, Dr. Dennis, do you have any stories for us before we get into questions? I do, but first, before the story about stress, I'd like to uh, give some administrative matters uh, just before I forget, because we have new members listening from our county preparedness team, and we're going to be talking about phototherapy patches, and they may be interested in purchasing some, and if they are, then they can go to ycptpatches.com and by purchasing LifeWave patches off that website, the commission generated goes directly as a donation to the county preparedness team in Yavapai County. Yeah, so if anybody's listening from our preparedness team, that's where to go for patches. Okay, fantastic. You want to say that uh, um, URL again, please? It is YCPT patches.com okay yeah ycpt means yavapai county preparedness team thank you dr dennis now since uh, my neck of the woods we're going through the autumn season with the change um in color and um you know the weather changes uh we do notice people maybe getting a bit chilled 
Uh, I know I was yesterday. I was uh, at the uh, skating rink all day yesterday. And while skating, I was not cold, but there, there was a two-hour show, and we were sitting in the rink. And even though I was, you know, bundled up, not bundled up enough, and I could feel the chill. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Oh, definitely patched up today. With my cold yeah, yeah. So um, maybe you can talk a little bit about the change of season and maybe cold invasion. Like, what is that? These pernicious influences. Just briefly before we get into the Q and A. Okay, I I will be happy to do that. But first, let me talk about uh, something about stress because with our county preparedness team. We have a uh, disaster team where I teach a couple times a month, and I'm finding out new things about stress by keeping up with the literature on that. And mm-hmm. and I discovered, in addition to all the other stuff we've talked about over the years on stress and how you can patch for it to calm things down in the body and, and um, lower your stress hormones, like patching pericardium six and and um, kidney three and so on. The um, What's coming out now is a perspective in the literature that there, there is wiring from the muscles directly to the brain, and that's not new because we know the motor cortex controls motor control in the muscles. But it also seems to be related to stress. Because people that are stressed can have that lessened by strengthening certain muscle groups, like the core muscles. Mm. And those core muscle groups are like the erector spinae muscles in the back and the lumbar <clears throat> spine in the lower back. And those, those areas are related to uh, kidney because we know when kidney chi is weak, you can tonify the kidney chi by by um, patching kidney three or some other kidney points like bladder uh, twenty three and and increase the uh, kidney chi tone or tonify the kidney chi by doing that and when kidney chi is deficient we get painful lower back mm-hmm. and. People are more susceptible to, to stress when the kidney chi is weak and exposed to chronic stress, it weakens the kidney chi. And so the core muscles under the influence of the kidney chi uh, are susceptible and, and stress can be reversed and lowered by strengthening the core muscles in, in looking at that from the other way. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. so uh, those muscles are lower back, and the uh, core muscles in the the lumbar spine. Those include the muscles on the side, and also yeah. the hamstrings. Mm-hmm. So, um, you can access the chi not just through the kidneys, but also because there are acupuncture channels or chi channels called skin or cutaneous channels and also sinew channels. The sinews are like the tendons and the ligaments. Well, the turns out the cutaneous or the skin channels 
are controlled by the lung, the lung chi. We talked about Wei Chi field before, and the, that'll be important when we talk about wind cold invasion, like you asked about. The, the lungs are responsible for maintaining the Wei Chi field of the body, which is a protective chi or energy of the life force for the whole body. So the, the core muscles can be influenced by the cutaneous channels for the yang channels on the back. And those are like the, the bladder and the small intestine and, and the, uh, the gallbladder and, and so on. So we can strengthen the Wei Qi field by going to the source point for the lungs, which is lung nine, but also lung seven can help. So just something as simple as putting energy enhancer patches on lung nine with the white one on the right and the tan one on the left will help lower stress mm. through that mechanism. Okay, also the sinews can be accessed through gallbladder 34. And the master point for the sinews, for control of the, the tendons and the ligaments, is gallbladder 34. So patching that with the white energy enhancer on the right and the tan one on the left can also help relax people. And so that's a different way of, of relaxing from what we used to talk about. Hmm. And it, it works yeah. on, a, on the new mechanism being discovered where the, the uh, stress wiring and the, or the neurotome for stress wires in the brain are directly connected to the muscles and not, not just the kidneys and wow. the adrenal medulla. So anyway, that's, that's an interesting mechanism, and so we'll keep an eye out for that and, and have a patch for that. Yeah, that's super, super interesting. I actually, after um, being at the rink for many, many hours and then unfortunately <laughs> getting a little cold, I refused to, I guess, leave the rink because I watched, watched, the, watched, watched the beautiful skating and, you know, so, um, and of course it didn't help that I was like, hooting and hollering and clapping loud and you know so my voice is a little rough today because I was like woohoo you know anyway um and I was like okay cold okay okay let's see if I can delete this cold invasion but (laughs) but that was interesting um how um this morning uh my back was a little tweaky and I actually sat in a tub uh, last night with uh, some minerals uh, in it. Um, there was some other stuff going on that I it was healing, clearing, and my back just fine. But I actually worked out doing resistance training, interestingly, Dr. Dennis, and decided I was going to yeah. do, like, you know, um, uh, isometrics and some planks. And, you know, like I decided not to do, like, the usual – you know, cardiovascular one where we're like, you know, doing a bunch of squats, a bunch of pull-ups, you know, a, uh, yeah. more just sort of resistance training. And I can tell you my back feels a lot better right now. Also took a lot of minerals. And so. do you feel less stressed and more relaxed? Well, I wasn't really feeling stressed, but I was definitely having back, you know, discomfort this morning. Like it felt a little sensitive, a little tweaky, and uh, that actually feels quite a bit better now. And even this morning, awesome. my my husband has decided that we are not to turn on the heat yet. <laughs> we 
we have in-floor heat. I don't know if he's decided he's going to do that, but oh, wow. uh, he, we have yeah. a masonry stove, so he'll do that every few days. But some uh, some days it gets kind of cold in the house because we haven't yet turned on the in-floor heat. So I'm like, can we turn it on this week? Can we turn it on this week? Nope, nope. It's going up to 60-something. You know? <laughs> so I think Whoa. I'm feeling a little chilled in the house as well. That's hot around here. So. <laughs> it's going up to 67. So anyway, so he's like, okay, well, yeah, chilly, I'll, I'll make a fire. Don't walk around barefoot till you get that heater on. In the floor. Well, yeah. Yeah, I do have these little kishy Sherpa <laughs> <laughs> uh, slippers there. Um, but that's a, that's a good reminder. Thank you. I actually really like walking around barefoot when the, the floor is warm, but also because I'm, I'm, I'm reading a book on barefoot strong training and about how the receptors on the foot are so important, you know, to educate and neurologically, you know, connect to all the other joints, right? Um, so right. shoes are like the bane of human existence. Um, so, but I see what you're saying. You're saying if it's cold on the floor, especially with tile and things that we have, then I'm literally putting cold into my channels and that's not good. That's what you're saying, right? That's right. It, it's another source of wind cold invasion, which ah, leads right, right into the question you were asking earlier okay. about uh, wind cold. Because um, when you start getting a cold, the progression is, an invasion of, of the outer yang channels, which are the small intestine and the bladder that run through the side of the neck. And so people that are sensitive to their energy will notice when they first start getting sick, if they're exposed to wind chill or, or cold like you're describing, that um, they get a stiff neck. Yeah. they get a... That <laughs> happens first. That's, yep. I did feel that. I have a little bit left, but yeah, you're right. I have it. That's called a wind cold invasion. Okay. And um, then it proceeds into a mild headache and then some postnasal drip. And that, that occurs while you're in a wind cold invasion stage before it will transform into wind heat. Wind heat's when you get a really bad sore throat. And you want to prevent it from getting to the wind heat stage and, and progressing any further by warming up the body. And you can warm up with herbs or with patches. Patches increase your um, thermogenesis and especially energy enhancer and, and ice wave patches. They will increase your fat burning and, and release a body heat and thermogenesis. And um, mm. that can help prevent a transformation from the wind cold to the wind heat. Mm-hmm. So now, why another do way to do wind? Because there's no wind, wind in the rink. There's no wind. So some people are going to ask that question. Wind, wind means movement. Wind okay. is movement. And, and the cold doesn't come in by itself. It has to move in. So the air uh, around you is cold and in order for it to move from the environment in your body, it, it has to displace itself from the environment through your neck and into your body. So whether there is a felt movement of air or not, there's still a movement of the cold. Okay. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. So the cold gets transferred 
from the ambient environment through your outer yang channels, like your bladder and your small intestine and your neck and into your body. And in order to get into your your um, small intestine and bladder channel to to break down that protective chi in that area, it will have to be pretty strong or you have to be pretty weak in your wei chi or your protective chi. So normally if you're healthy, your protective or your wei chi field will prevent that invasion from happening. But if you're using your cell phone or you're exposed to EMF or your immune system is weak, your wei chi field may be weak in that area around your head and neck, and then your your small intestine bladder channel will be susceptible to that invasion. Yeah. So okay. That, and, and, and is that one frequent, of the reasons? Go ahead. It's a frequency too we're talking about. You you can get a disharmonious frequency invading if your wei chi field is weak. And pathogens have disharmonious frequencies that are not compatible with the body, mm-hmm. with the body's frequencies. What were you going to well, ask Well, and me? in Chinese medicine, they don't even talk about pathogens, really. I mean, in some ways they do. They see evil chi, right? But yeah. they don't talk about right. bacteria. They don't talk about viruses. They don't talk about that kind of stuff. Well, they talk about pathogens in terms of uh, toxic heat. And um, in terms of evil chi, like you say, so disharmonious frequencies that pathogens carry is actually evil chi. Evil evil means not harmonious with the body's frequency. Disharmonious, yep. Yeah. So evil translates into traditional Chinese medicine, or these days I like to say pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine in, into uh, being disharmonious qi. So you can absorb disharmonious or evil qi if your wei qi field is weak. In other words, if your protective shields of your body are weak, you're going to absorb that wind cold evil. Mm, right. Um, I remember one time my ex-husband was doing some foundation work and he was lying on the cold concrete and he got a doozy of uh, flu symptoms after that. I was like, oh, you were lying on the cold concrete. What do you expect? Right over all those acupuncture points. Ah! (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, that's exactly why I was saying don't walk on the cold floor with your bare feet Mm -hmm. because in pre-communist traditional Chinese medicine, that means you're exposing your your Wei Chi field through your, the soles of your feet to evil or disharmonious Chi or cold. Yep. In, in contrast to that, when you're training in martial art, sometimes you go out in the winter with your shirt off and train to increase the strength of your Wei Chi field. But that's when you have a strong immune system to begin with. Okay. Well, what about uh, the points that you um, previously talked about in other shows about uh, gallbladder um, uh, 20 and uh, bladder 12? I mean, some of these wind, kicking out the wind points. Can you just talk briefly about that? Yeah. So um, 
there are a number of points that prevent wind or movement of chi, whether it's good or evil. And a major one is in the Wingate area, which is uh, below the the bump on the back of the head. And there's a little depression back there. That area is called the Jade Pillow because the traditional Chinese used to sleep on these jade pillows and rest their head on the jade pillow, which was a little jade stand with a cup for the head to rest on in that area. So that's called the jade pillow area. (laughs) I'm so curious. I just want to know if you can buy those because they're so curious. Like, how could people sleep on that hard thing? But I I want to try it. A lot of discipline. Mm. I haven't tried that yet because I don't – I don't think I can't imagine that that's very comfortable. Mm, no. Oh my gosh, you can buy it. Oh my gosh, seventy-five dollars on eBay <laughs> for jade pillow. Wow. Uh huh. Wow. Of, of course, jade is a crystal that has energetic properties too, so it would help recharge the brain by doing that. Uh, oh wait, this is a newfangled version of it. Okay, made with beads, not not a solid jade pillow, but it's kind of interesting though. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the, the jade pillow is an area that regulates wind. And to the side of the jade pillow, you've got gallbladder 20, and that's bilateral. And on either side of the jade pillow, where gallbladder 20 is, you can regulate wind. So if you're getting a wind-cold invasion, you can help circumvent it by patching gallbladder 20 with either energy enhancer or ice wave or a positive patch on the right like an eon, a negative patch on the left like an SP6. Mm. Okay. That sounds good. Is that the best uh, Uh, point to use to kick out that uh, wind cold? uh, For starters, that's a good base. And then another one is uh, Sanjiao uh, 5. Mm, which is okay. on, on the the just proximal to the wrist crease for about too soon. And you can find it by bending your wrist up and putting the knuckle of your index finger in that crease and pointing down the back of your hand. And the tip of your finger will be right on or right over Sanjiao uh, 5. Okay. So that's a good point for expelling um, wind also. Okay. I like that. I think I'll be using that a lot more during the uh, fall months. Uh, A lot of people so-called get sick, you know, when the change of season occurs. Now, what you're saying is that if someone's Wei Chi field is very healthy and they don't you know, walk around on a cold floor with bare feet um, and, and uh, you know, not cover themselves uh, with a scarf or whatever, then they really don't have to get sick, you know, uh, during the, the shift of the seasons. That, did I get that? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, um, my, For example, my Viennese grandmother, first thing in the morning, she would get up and take a nice cold bath. Oh, my God. To invigorate. And to invigorate herself, I mean, like out of a warm bed into the cold bathtub. Okay. And 
And that would invigorate her for the whole day. And then she'd go for a walk and, and a swim. Wow. Wow. But, but she said it would strengthen her, her life force. Mm. And a lot of uh, bio- traditions have something similar. Yeah. So anyway, um, another point you mentioned was bladder 12. And that also expels wind. And it releases the exterior. So if you've got a wind-cold invasion coming in to the bladder and the small intestine, bladder 12 is a good point to patch to help expel the wind from the exterior. And by exterior, I mean the yang channels on the surface, like the small intestine and the bladder. Okay. Um, the other thing I want to mention to folks too, uh, Dr. Dennis, is that um, uh, when I was, uh, you know, training in acupuncture, uh, one of the tricks we would use is to do gua sha over some of these points, uh, bladder yeah. twelve, uh, you know, in between, and also just what we would do is just in between the shoulder blades. I would just teach my patients, especially with young kids, to you know have a Chinese spoon, uh, a ceramic spoon. If they don't have that, they can use a, a jar lid that has a nice rolled, you know, um, uh, edge so it's not sharp. And you just use whatever they had at home. Sometimes they're using Vicks vapor rub, but anyway, you can use whatever it is, you know, that's. Uh, greasy, oily, whatever at home, and they would just rub back and forth these areas. It's not technical. They just would rub back and forth, and it would just kick the cold out. It was just so amazing. Do that. Right. Yep. The yeah, minute you, a, the a kid wa- has a sniffle. Like a warming oil. That would be ideal. Yeah. Not. I mean, I'm at this and, point and sometimes also, I'm like, just anything you have in the house. You know what I mean? That's like, you know. Uh, or they could buy it from me, obviously. You know, some of the, some of the, uh, some people have Tiger Bomb. I know there's two types. Uh, I don't really use Tiger Bomb that much, but some of it makes you feel warm, and others make you feel cool. So you want the more warming one. Yeah, I, I used to make Tiger Bomb for Kung Fu practice. Mm. It, it helps. Uh, it helps heal bruises and and external Di, injuries. Di Dao Jiao is what we have for that, but it's an alcohol. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, so, um, all right, so I have those notes down. We can move on. Um, thank you so much, Dr. Dennis. Uh, shall we get to our questions? Well, well, let me say one more thing about the gua sha. Um, okay. Some people may not know what gua sha is, so that, that's ah. rubbing, using, like you said, a spoon or a lid. Uh, the ideal material to use for gua sha is uh, jade rubber or a jade spatula and uh, an external uh, oil that's warming. If you do that over bladder 12, like you alluded to, that will help clear the exterior of cold. Mm. So that's another way to prevent the wooden cold invasion or to stop it in its tracks. Yeah, I might have James do that later. <laughs> that feels really good. And I noticed, Dr. Dennis, that when we do that, just to give people a heads up, is that sometimes uh, I notice with an acute thing, like something that just happened like today or yesterday or whatever, that when the gua sha is done, the redness that comes through the skin, um, and guys, it's not 
a traditional bruise, like you're not hurting someone, okay? So so the, 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 the red that comes through is very bright red, um, whereas sometimes I've done some patients in the past where they have some chronic issues, and I do gua sha, and their stuff is deep purple. So can you just tell us a little bit about the difference in colors when we do gua sha? Yeah, that's a <clears throat> beneficial side effect is moving chi and blood to the surface. And um, if you're um, moving toxins out, uh, that's a good way to get rid of toxins. And um, if it's uh, bright red, that means it's it's oxygenated really well. If it's purple, then it's stagnant. And uh, you've got some stagnation that you're trying to break up. That means the blood's not moving very well. The cheese not moving very well or not moving the blood very well. And it's stagnant. Mm-hmm. Does that tend to be more in old stuff rather than brand yes. new stuff? Okay. Yeah, that that tends to be older, and um, it causes blockages and pain. Hmm. And and there are are herbs like um, Panax Nata Ginseng or Sanchi that help break up that kind of stagnation of blood. So if you use an oil that has, um. Sound she or panic's not a ginseng in it that will help with that kind of gua sha. Yeah, and I would say, yeah. you know, not everybody go out and rush, you know, and buy ginseng because you don't know what you're doing. I'd rather you go to a Chinese medicine person, an herbalist, you know, that knows what they're doing to make sure that your constitution is appropriate if you're taking these things orally and internally. And then, unlike uh, yeah. patches where you can just take it off, you know, if you're not feeling well or you know, if it's too strong for you or something like that, you can't take it back, put it in your mouth. So <laughs> um, That's right. just put that little provision in there. Um, yeah, and, and the neat thing about patches is that you can, you know, just patch bladder 12, for example, to get rid of that blockage and stagnation that, or that wind invasion that could be causing, you know, cold, cough and cold symptoms. Uh, if people are on a pinch, they don't patches for whatever reason. You can do the gua sha, but you will need a second person for that. Um, to be able to do that uh, in your back. It feels great. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not like nice. It just feels like, whoo, you know, this release, um, the heat is amazing. It does. And why do you think bears like to scratch their backs on trees? They're stimulating <laughs> acupuncture points. They are. They are. And and just to finish up this, this part of it is like I was uh, doing um, a photo shoot thing in L.A. That's what people do when they're in L.A. apparently. So I was I agreed to do this photo shoot for skating. And uh, right. one of the yeah one of the gals there, um, uh, she came in as, um, and I recognized her. She actually was the body double for um, Myra Kelly, who is in The Cutting Edge. Her, her name was Sharon. And uh, so she looked like death warmed over. I'm like, what's going on? She goes, I'm really, I, I have the flu. <laughs> but she had, you know, had a contract, you know, to do pairs, you know, with her partner uh, for the photo shoot, right? And, of course, we were up all night, no sleep, you know what I mean? It was like they had to rent the rink from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. or something crazy like that. So we were up at 3, 4, or 5 a.m. I was the last to go, so I had to stay awake the longest. But anyway, um, so she was really sick, and I like I had nothing on me. I had no patches back then. I didn't have needles. I mean, there was, I'm just sitting around the, in the in the locker room trying to figure out how am I going to help this woman. And I thought, oh, 
Washa, right? Well, I didn't have anything for that either. So <laughs> what I did is I said, I, there's some acupuncture points in your back. I would love to, if it's okay with you, to stimulate. It might really help you, you know, get better faster. She goes, oh, I'll try anything, right? So we went in the private area, and um, so she took her skating dress uh, or, or unzipped the back, and I literally just took my um, my knuckles, the the flatter side of my, my you know, um, Feelings on my right hand, and I just rubbed the yeah. heck out of her skin on either side of her spine in the thoracic region till it was hot. And she goes, "Oh, that feels so good, right?" So I just rubbed, rubbed, rubbed for like a few minutes, and then we were done. You know, we didn't actually do gua sha because I didn't have any equipment on me or anything like that. No oil on me, you know. And um, she she said the next day the fever, everything just was gone. Like she felt so much better. <laughs> She said, you couldn't believe it. Because you, like, you moved your skin blood to the surface and you expelled heat by doing that. Yeah, that was fascinating. That was just fascinating. So I, I um, so the, the parents do remember to do this for, for their kids. Um, they just, so many amazing, you know, testimonials, you know, um, on, on just doing it. But, but, you know, some people forget to do it and you can't do it on yourself. So that's where the patches can be super helpful. You can just patch underneath that, you know, jade pillow area or, you know, and you can actually reach bladder 12. It's just sometimes just kind of poking around there and see if it's sore. Um, oh, interesting. I'm just poking around there and it's sore. So <laughs> it better get some right. patches back there. Um, sore makes it an oxy point. That means there's a chi yeah. blockage, and, and yep. it's, it indicates it's good for patching. Right. Okay. And also, can, to my husband, tell him to like turn the heat on. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Doctor. Cool. Uh, you can actually do gua sha over the patches. Put the what? patches on first, and then do the gua sha over it. Oh, I haven't done that. Well, it'd be and hard you can to put a homeopathic around. put a homeopathic remedy under the patch or an herb under the patch, so it will drive the energy signature of the earth of the herb or the remedy into the acupuncture point and the meridian, uh. and then gloss over that to stimulate the chi and the blood to move, and you'll get a better effect. Oh, nice, cool. Thank you. Yep. All right. Sure. So enough about me, but that was pertaining to the fall. So I think that's a lot of people that may have gotten benefit out of that. Let's uh, dive into our questions now. Um, all right. So there are quite a few questions submitted. All right. So this is from Signe. Hello, doctors. I'm a chiropractor, and I have swelling in my left posterior thigh for the past eight months. It doesn't hurt, but the left thigh is two inches larger than the right side. It's not hot to touch. It doesn't interfere with movement or walking. There was a fall injury to the left knee in 2019, but since it's healed, so that's the same side as the left posterior thigh being um, um, bigger. Uh, I've tried glutathione, X39 patches on the thigh on and off for about three days a week since the summer. I've used uh, spleen 9, stomach 40, conception vessel 4. I've done four gates. I just want to, I want more phototherapy applications for maximum wellness. Um, let's see. I have a referral to a vascular specialist tomorrow. I would love to chat about that. Uh, what else? Oh, I'm, I'm, this is, I'll catch the recording. But, um, so Signe isn't here, but if we can get probably maybe an idea of maybe why that's there. So past eight months, left posterior thigh swelling. That's non-painful. 
with no history of injury except in 2019 in the left knee. And uh, Signe didn't say whether or not the patches were helping. Unfortunately, we don't. Uh, Signe's not here today, so. Hmm. Thoughts? Well, he's using some of the points I would have suggested for lowering swelling, like spleen mm-hmm. nine will drain damp, and right. stomach forty is is good for dispersing phlegm, and phlegm is an obstruction or or an accumulation of damp that will block chi and blood flow. So he's using both of those points. So he didn't say which patches he's using, though, did he? Uh, he said glutathione X39. Oh, okay. Hmm. I, I figure well, that um, if he wants movement, maybe he should do Ice Wave, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that that uh, is designed to break blockages more more harshly or, or strenuously. So, yeah, I, I definitely use Ice Wave. And... Um, probably put the uh, the white one above <clears throat> and the uh, tan one below, say, of the bladder channel or of the gallbladder since it's on his thigh and maybe lateral, I'm imagining. He didn't say exactly where it was on the thigh. He just said on posterior, so that sounds like the bladder channel to me. Bladder, yeah, 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 so bladder. So, um I put a white one on the left gate or further down, like on uh, GV2, which is uh, further down on on the little triangular bone on the pelvis, and then put the tan one maybe on kidney one, hmm. which is on the bottom of the foot or on one of the bladder points on the side of the leg, like uh, bladder 62 or bladder 60, or even bladder 59, anywhere along there. So, yeah, if he hasn't tried Ice Wave yet, I'd, I'd definitely give that a try. And he can also do dredging while holding the patches, dredge along the channel, the bladder channel, see if he can't get the chi moving. Okay. And does he have to hold, use both patches or just use one on top, one on the bottom of the thigh? Um, put put the tan one below and and hold the white one and move the white one down the channel. Down. We want it down? Okay. Yep. Because that's the direction of, let's see, uh, that's the direction of movement in the bladder channel, yeah. Yep. Okay, got it. Very cool. Yeah, so Signe's actually pretty close. Um, so he could, you know, definitely continue, you know, spleen 9, stomach 40 for kind of general, um, whether that be with X39, glutathione, or whatever, uh, energy enhancers, and then use the ice wave to literally more almost localize, if you will, uh, movement of chi, blood, and energy. So the white one and the higher and the Hammond on the lower to move the energy down in the same direction as the bladder channel. Yes. And also, okay. if you wanted to get fancy, because X49 has more yang characteristics than X, X39, you could do the same thing that we suggested with the ice wave with X39 and 49. 
Let me write that down. You can also use X39 in lieu of the tan patch and X49 in lieu of the white patch. If I and I would also suggest trying X39 on left spleen 9 and X49 on the right spleen 9. Or if you wanted to get more fancy, you could put the X49 on the right stomach 40 and the X39 on left spleen 9. So then you've got uh, a yang-yin pair in five elements of earth using stomach and spleen for dispersing phlegm and draining damp. Okay, great. I got it all down. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on. All right, so next question here. Let me go back to my screen. Okay, next person that posted. Okay. Um, Okay, Donna, you asked a disease name, so I cannot say that. Um, She's got two things. Let me reword it. Okay, she would like to know two things. Number one is how does she support her body in healing um, her immune system, not being happy and attacking her thyroid? Is there a way to support that? And the second question, which is probably related, as we see these things often together, is not being able to eat gluten and having some symptoms around that, although she doesn't say what the symptoms are. Okay. Glucose intolerance is often mistaken for uh, susceptibility to glyphosate. So it's really the glyphosate poisoning that is inflaming and irritating and then um, misdiagnosed as uh, glucose intolerance. So that could be something to rule out as exposure to glyphosate. Gluten, not glucose. Gluten. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. Glucose. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant I meant gluten. Thank you for okay, catching that. Right. <laughs> Just want people not to be uh, yeah to, to to get it straight. So, okay, cool. Okay, yeah, I agree, absolutely agree. Sometimes people think, oh, I'm gluten intolerant, you know, but they're actually being poisoned by glyphosate Roundup. So that's why they're intolerant because your body's giving you the correct signals to not eat the stuff. Yeah. And and uh, companies that process grain even if it's organic grain, we'll treat it with uh, glyphosate to dry it out for market quicker. I don't know how they can say that it's organic. Well, they lie. Dousing it with uh, glyphosate. Because they grew it organically, but then they treated it right before market. Yeah, so you'd have to ask each company individually. Or I would say sometimes the bigger the company, the more likely they can get away with stuff. So... Just be yeah. cognizant. And, and you know, my friend Kathy Homer actually uh, teaches people how to, you know, make their own from ferment, you know, their own flour. And I believe in the fermentation process, there's something really magical that happens um, when you naturally ferment sourdough, for example. It's almost as if the toxins are neutralized in that way. Um, it's very interesting how that all yep. works. So, um, okay. Good. And so uh, also, if, if you rule out 
the glyphosate toxicity, you'll probably take care of what stimulated the immune system to attack the body. Mm. Okay, and then if you want to strengthen the immune system while you're doing that, there, there's a, um, a point called large intestine 10 that uh, you can find to patch. And if you go to large intestine 11, which is located at the elbow crease on the outer part of the arm, so if you bend your elbow, right at the end of the fold of the skin is large intestine 11. Go follow the large intestine channel one soon down, and you have large intestine 10. That's a good point for supporting immunity. Mm. Especially if it's sore, it's indicated to use. So you could uh, use a positive patch on the right, negative patch on the left, large intestine 10, uh, either energy enhancer or ice wave or Eon on the right, SP6 on the left, or X49 on the right and X39 on the left. Is that better than what you were talking about earlier, triple burner or um, Sanjel 5 or this kind of thing? Oh, Sanjel 5 is good for expelling external wind, and it can also support immunity. So either one or both are good. But mm. uh, large intestine 10 is specific for supporting immunity. Okay. Gotcha. And, and the immune system is multiple. There isn't any one meridian or energy that will affect immunity. There's a lot of overlap of energetic systems that support immunity. Gotcha. Cool. All right. Awesome. Uh, is there any other patching regimen, uh, recommendation rather, for the thyroid itself? Um, s- stomach 9 is often used to support thyroid. And that's um, at the level of the um, Adam's apple at, at the tip of that cartilage going back to the side of the neck and on the anterior border of the sternocleidomastoid muscle, which pops out if you, if you push your head on your hand, that muscle will pop out and you can find the border real easily. So stomach, stomach nine with energy enhancer will help the thyroid. Okay. Now, I've also got a patient where I had her patch that, and it made her thyroid more active and got her hyper. So that that's not 100% good for everybody. Okay. If immunity is weak and they're hypothyroid, it'll if they're hyperthyroid, it may interfere or make it worse. Mm, okay. Okay, I'll just say be cognizant of symptoms as it could temporarily change thyroid function. Um, what do you, a lot of I see David and uh, I'm actually doing today as well um, use glutathione on CV22 right at the base of the neck on the front. What do you think of that? 
With which one did you say? Uh, glutathione on CV22. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's like the throat chakra. So that yes. definitely will help both the lungs and immunity. So uh, I'd like to put glutathione on that one. Uh, getting like more popular. I do that regularly. In fact, I remember seeing uh, David Schmidt was wearing glutathione on that point uh, during one of the yeah, cruises. Yeah, he likes that. He was dark- yeah, he liked that one. Yeah, on the Zoom meetings, so, too, I see he often has it on as well. Yeah. So okay. that's a really good point for glutathione. Okay. Uh, also, okay. Uh, I, I like large intestine 18 also. If you move a little further back or posterior on the sternocleidomastoid muscle to the, the middle of that muscle between the, the, the two bellies of that muscle, you have large intestine 18. 18. Oh, 18. That is a, that's a sky window point that will connect the head with the body. So if the energetic pattern is that the sky is not connected with the earth or the head's not connected with the body, that can help harmonize the chi of connecting the head with the body or vice versa. And that, that could help with um, immune problems also. Hmm. Harmonizing okay. sky with earth. Great. I'll just put alternate points, large intestine 18. And I'm... those sky window points have the special properties of connecting head, head with... Uh, body so there there are um, psychotropic drugs that will disconnect the head from the body and people on those drugs for years don't feel what their body's doing and then they get off them and they can sense their body they become more sensitive yeah that that was definitely very curious uh, to me when people are like i'm just numb you know i'm like uh what do you mean you're numb i'm just numb i don't feel anything i'm like okay yeah i didn't know it wasn't necessarily a very common i mean maybe it was listed side effect i just didn't really read it carefully i guess because i was like huh that's not what they told us (laughs) that's not what i remember the side effects were um yeah, so we get the summary, right? right? And I don't, uh, it, you know, you unfold the thing and it's like a bazillion pages long. And I'm like, I'm not reading that. Most doctors are like, I'm not reading that. Right. So we're just give me these cliff notes, right? Okay. So it causes sexual dysfunction and cause dry mouth and cause blah, 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 blah. Right. And we're like, okay, right. Good enough. Um, and then we're off to the races. Um, they don't tell us necessarily about the long withdrawal. Uh, syndrome, people get off of it. Um, you don't talk about some of the other things that, that you talked about just now. So uh, that, that numb, I, I mean, people were reporting it. I just was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I'm having mm-hmm. difficulty feeling anything. I'm not feeling anger. I'm certainly not feeling depressed, but I don't feel any joy either. I'm like, that is and, really weird. Yep. <laughs> and, and you hope you hope that physicians would pay attention to what's in the black box on those circulars 
that come with that. Yeah, well, we do, we do. Um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm old enough to say that when Prozac was invented, I was in medical school. Yeah, wow. yeah. So that was a while ago. That was a while ago. Um, well, also, just as an aside, back when you graduated, physicians had to take the Hippocratic Oath. For the last 10 years or so, a number of medical schools have not required that anymore. You know, doctor, do no harm. Um, yeah, I mean, the oath was like part of our like certificate of graduation and part of ceremony, but I don't think it was anything we had to sign or anything like that. So I don't remember it. It, it was more like almost historical interest, and but it wasn't something we had to sign. So maybe Canada was ahead of everyone else getting rid of that as an important part. Uh, but we did hear about it first, do no harm, right? It's just, you know, but the Hippocratic Oath is much, much longer than that. Right. So. Uh-huh. It includes let, let nutrition be your medicine. Let your food yeah. be your medicine. Yeah. Hmm, so, how do you miss that so, one? <laughs> <laughs> right. So they, they abridged it, made it shorter. Don't teach some yeah. of it, and don't emphasize yeah. the consciousness of doing no harm. Yeah. It's uh, very convenient. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. didn't really, you know, pay that much attention to it, honestly. It was like, oh, sounds good. Okay. And actually, you can actually check. Um, there's a website, doctors.practo.com, the Hippocratic Oath, the original and revised version. So I'll look into that after the show. Um, let's go on to the next question, Dr. Dennis. Okay. So this is from Becca. My 21-month-old has damaged her front teeth from a fall. I've been to many dentists. I don't believe in the drill, fill, and bill model. What patches do you recommend for her? Her teeth are very broken and do cause her pain. Poor thing. Give her a big hug. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Well, so you know how David says, like, you know, in patching children, that if they're of speaking age, he's pretty comfortable with that. Now, 21-month-old. There's some communication, obviously, and um, you know, mom can, mom, dad can can watch her. So, what are your thoughts? Well, fortunately, if they're that young, those are the baby teeth, and the adult teeth will grow in after that. Right. Um, sometimes, if the baby teeth are missing, uh, it makes it more difficult for the the secondary teeth to grow in the track. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. got to watch the alignment while they're growing in. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that's a stomach channel. So you could patch stomach channel points on the head, like uh, on the jaw is stomach seven or six or five, somewhere along those lines. Um, that would be a lot more comfortable than trying to get a patch on somebody who's small between the uh, on the philtrum between the lips and under the nose that's not likely right. to stay on very long. if it's painful and if you want to move chi really well use ice wave with white on the right stomach five six or seven and ten on the left yeah, most likely um, all those points are going to be relatively close together. So in some ways, you're, yeah. wherever you put it, <laughs> it's going to positively affect those points. Uh, my question to you, yep. Dr. Dennis, what do you think about, for the pain, what do you think about patching the hand, large intestine four? 
Sure. Yeah, the large intestine four is indicated for head and moving excess chi out of the head. So, yeah, that would help. And the large intestine channel goes up, um, up the uh, arm and actually across to the other side of the nose. And it ends at large intestine 20. So, if you, for example, if you patch right large intestine 4, the energy is going to go up the arm and cross under the nose and end up on left side of the left nares. Hmm. Or, or I forgot nose. about that, crossing underneath. I knew that before, but <laughs> I, forgot. I know where the large intestine hmm. 20 was, but I forgot that it crossed under the nose. So actually, this kind of works out well. Uh, because we do yeah. want energy to go right there um, beneath the nose and the front teeth area. Cool. Yeah, and so I would put the white ice wave patch on large intestine 4 and the tan one on large intestine 20. And so the next question people would ask me is, well, um, don't you want the um, the white one higher? Well, it is higher because the anatomical position in Chinese medicine is with the arms up in the air like the Vesuvius man. Mm. You know, like oh. you're doing jumping jacks with the arms up yep. in the air. So uh, the chi is actually going from large intestine 4 up to large intestine 20 or down to large intestine 20 energetically. I don't know how so the hands are actually higher than the tongue. It. Uh, on the face, but we can definitely try. Um, yeah, on the side of the nose is a little bit better than under the nose. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So and you're the getting thing, the energy to go on. Yeah, and the other thing is is taking um, half the sticker backing off instead of the full sticker backing so that it's not like, you know, just the adhesive isn't the full thing on the face. The full thing's working, but maybe taking half the adhesive off so in case, for whatever reason, they don't tolerate it. Yeah, and well, it's not usually recommended because the uh, the matrix holding the crystals in the patch will dry out faster. You can actually cut the patch, and and the uh, fiber matrix will still work uh, for a while. Yeah, I tell it people dries. not to do that because they do all sorts of funny things. <laughs> right. Uh. Uh, so if you wanted to make the patch smaller, you could use like a ticket punch to get a smaller disc. But but like I said, it would it would perforate the interior. It won't be sealed anymore and it'll dry out and not work as long. Right, right. Okay. Well this is this is plenty. Do you think um she should use anything like X thirty nine or anything like that to like you know, maybe or carnosine to heal up the any damage in that gum area or will that just work on its own because she's so young and you know, just ice wave will do. Well, the ice wave will help move the chi in the blood and to get rid of the pain and clear blockages. But definitely uh, to heal the tissue, uh, classically would use um, glutathione and carnosine. And the newer approach would be to use um, X39 and X49. So either yeah, one of those. Yeah, 21 months old, so I would think simpler is better. So, so I would say maybe... Just pick X39. Yeah. And that that would also stimulate glutathione, but not as much as the glutathione patch. But you'll still get the glutathione in there. 
It doesn't matter where she puts that. Put the X39 on left large intestine 20 and the X49 on large intestine 4 on the right. If you want to cross over that way, you can cross over the other way, too, by putting... Um, I wouldn't use X49. Uh, in this case, I would just use X39. So we have a little bit of difference of opinion here, but that's okay. Um, I like the X39, <laughs> the left large intestine 20, which is right by the, the nose on, the, on on that left side. Uh, but then maybe using the ice wave. Well, actually, you could use it on on the left or the right, large intestine 20. And then if you're using ice wave, you could put the ice wave um, with the, the white on the other side of the nose and then the tan on the left hand. Okay. So. Or I, I'd put the white one even on, on the left large intestine 4 and the, um, the, the tan one on, on right large intestine 20. So you're going left to right, crossing over under the nose with the white one above and the tan one below. Oh, okay, so the tan on the right side of the nose, got it. Now, I'm um, curious why you wouldn't use um, X49. It's 21 months, so, you know, I don't think she needs it. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, just the lot patches, right? Like, uh, the ice wave alone would be just fine. Um, but for healing the tissue, I would just add one additional patch, not three or four, or, you know. Um, so I think if we well, if thought it's about additional, you want so many patches, correct? But if you were just using X39, X49 without the ice wave, you only have two patches on. Right, right. That'd be fine. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's move on. Thank you, Dr. Dennis. All right. Okay. Let's see. Uh, okay, so we got that question. We got that question. Uh, okay, Mary Lee. Um, I've been experiencing extreme pain and stiffness all over the body, along with swelling, especially in the lower legs. This started in July after food poisoning. My labs show extreme inflammation. Doctors think well, I've developed an autoimmune disorder from the food poisoning. Can patches be set up to help with the pain and inflammation? All right, that's a great question, Mary Lee. Thank you. Okay, let me write that down. So inflammation is usually damp heat. And uh, usually addressed damp with spleen 9 and heat in the lower leg with um, stomach uh, 44. Mm-hmm. So... Um, That, that's a good yin-yang pair, too, using stomach 44, spleen 9, and uh, you could put the um, tan patch on stomach 44 on the left and, and a white patch on spleen 9 on the right. Oh, wow, we're doing it backwards. Yeah. Why is that? the stomach on the left-hand side instead of the right-hand side? Because we're doing right side, left side. Um, And because I want to drain the excess heat out of stomach 44, 
and the ah. time patches to date, to date or drain. Yep. And the white patches tonify or put energy in because uh, they, they will rotate um, light clockwise, and that puts energy in, like driving a screw into wood when you turn it. And, and the tan patches pull energy out or sedate, and I want to move the heat out. So that's why I put the tan one on stomach 44. Okay, perfect. That's great. Um, okay, what about the pain? We have the swelling, pain and inflammation. So um, that inflammation is being addressed with the damp heat that I just mentioned. Okay. And uh, the pain, use ice wear patches for that with a white one on the right, tan one on the left. Mm-hmm. On on right spleen nine, left stomach forty four. Okay, great. Anything else? Well, you can play with combinations like X thirty nine and X forty nine, um, but they'd be relative, and they wouldn't be as strong as ice wave for sedating the heat and lowering the inflammation. So that should help the pain in the whole body then, using the ice wave yeah. on the spleen and stomach points. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Uh, I would just what the add... Do, they, they increase the biocoherence of the whole body. So the energy goes all over the body. But you're focusing it just on those points, so it's stronger for the actions that you want, but it's still going to affect the whole body. I would probably add in X39 just somewhere in the center line for just general restoration to treat the whole body. Um, that also mm-hmm. has an anti-inflammatory effect as well. And if it doesn't work for, for for whatever reason, if it doesn't work quickly within a day or two, consider maybe doing the Eon brain balancing protocol um, because there could be neurological blockages preventing the self-healing of the body. Okay, let me write that down. Yeah, David's a strong advocate of using X39 now as the center of the core of the whole operation. Well, I kind of have to agree because I find it very powerful for restoring, for the body restoring itself, and then the other patches really helping with the symptoms, you know. Yeah. That's one way to look at it. Although I still like my brain balancing protocol a lot. So I, sometimes I still recommend it first, depending on the person. Right. Yes. Okay, so let's take and a look at like our other questions. Like you said at the questions. top of the show, uh, what, what, were, what you would want for an individual depends on their specific kind of energy pattern. So <clears throat> we're kind of playing guessing games with the energy pattern here. Yeah, because we, you're not there examining the person. Yeah. Okay, are we ready for the next question, Dr. Dennis? Sure, go ahead. Okay, awesome. So this is from Alyssa. Um, 
she says she's just learned about the patches and she hasn't had the opportunity to learn more. But she has a friend who's 69 years old who had his prostate removed about eight months ago. Uh, and after other prostate surgeries, which caused scarring, um, now uh, he feels the need to urinate every 10 minutes or so. Um, he also has gallbladder removed about three years ago and part of his stomach five years ago. In addition, he has a stent in his heart. Allegedly, this was unnecessary and a mistake made by doctors, and he was diagnosed with GERD. I don't know how you make a mistake on a stent, but uh, we'll just go with what information we have here. Is there a patch you could no, use to help with the content of your nation? Jeez, how can you make that mistake? Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, we weren't there, right? So I'm not going to judge. Um, okay. Basically, you know, to put a stent in, you would have to, um, you know, do the, in the past, cor- um, coronary angiogram, and you would find that there That's is right. a coronary artery that is blocked, and then you would, stent, you know, stent it according to the protocol of the amount, you know, percentage is blocked, maybe a stent. Now, I think what happened, I'm guessing, I'm thinking what happened is this, his pain didn't get go away. So then they're like, oh, it wasn't his heart. <laughs> um, now they did find the blockage right in in the coronary artery, but it wasn't the symptom. So that's why you know Dr. Dennis and I always harp on what is the symptom, what is the symptom, because sometimes you have a yeah. diagnosis, nothing to do with the symptom. So he was diagnosed that's, with GERD, that's meaning that okay, you have chest pain. We didn't know what it was. We thought it was hard. Now, it, oh, oops, it's not hard. Uh, so must be GERD. So uh, what can he do about the, uh, we'll just say the pain in the chest, not related to heart, as well as the constant urination? Okay, so the, to unblock chest chi, which is tight, uh, CV17, which is at the level of fourth intercostal space on the midline, is good with a carnosine patch. Mm-hmm. And then um, for the bladder, use the front view point for the bladder. And that is, um, double check. I think that's CV3. Yeah, CV3. So we'll use CV3, that's the front viewpoint for the bladder. And uh, X39 on there. So if you wanted to keep things simple for what you described on this guy, <clears throat> use X39 on, C, on CV3 and carnosine on CV17. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, uh, it's it's unfortunate that usually what makes one feel like they have to pee a lot is an incursion of the prostate into the volume of the bladder space. But if he's got the prostate removed, either they didn't take the whole thing out or there's some residual inflammation and tissue growth going on there. Well, it does sound like the, the bladder uh, could be irritable, so that could cause that uh, need to go pee a lot or feel the need to go pee it may not be a blockage in this case from the, pl- uh, from the prostate. 
The other possibility is that given multiple prostate surgeries, there could be scar tissue. And what I find is the X39 can be brilliant to help remodel, uh, help you remodel um, scar tissue. So I think that's a yep. really good um, placement for that, that CV3 with X39, and then for the heart stuff, CV17. And I think, it, yeah. you know, if somebody wanted to just support the overall, you know, meridians in the body, um, I'm guessing they could probably use uh, kidney or kidney heart or something like that. Yes, like kidney 3 and uh, pericardium 6. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you can use pericardium 6, a good point, a synergistic point with that would be spleen 4. And spleen four is a master point for the Chong channel, which goes right up uh, to the uterus in women and to where the prostate is or was in him in men. And so uh, a combination of spleen four and pericardium six would be good too. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, we play with that, see what happens. Okay. Excellent. All right, so uh, next question. Okay. All right, so this is from Lei Ping. She says, uh, my mom's doctor recently discovered there are two spots on mom's stomach with signet rings. Oh, signet rings. Um, Okay. Uh, her symptoms range from mild dizziness, inner heat, fever, feeling of fullness around the abdomen, and bloating. Since then, I've started patching over the X39, um, GV14, GV14 alternating with CV19, and glutathione, CV12. Uh, according to Dr. Karen's microtraining for nausea and bloating, I don't remember saying CV19, but maybe I did. Um, And balancing the immune system videos for daytime and two eons and silent nights behind the ear. Oh, wow. Lots and lots of patches here. Uh, Occasionally, I'll put ice wave lung one on each side below the clavicle at night or energy enhancer during the day. I don't know if there's better protocol suitable for her or other patches I can add on for better support. Okay. So I think we need to organize this a little bit. So uh, she's not just doing a whole bunch of patches with different and mixing and matching different protocols. Not that it's wrong, but there may be a more efficient use of, of, of that. So let me go ahead and paste that into my document here. Okay. So let's go. Um, so the stomach is a core issue. Um, So the symptoms are mild dizziness, inner body heat fever, feeling of fullness around the abdomen, and bloating. Yeah, that's that's a spleen issue too there. Yep. So we're talking about earth. Yep. Earth, 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 yes. Okay. So, um, The front view point for the stomach is CV12. So I'd make a triangle out of CV12 and either spleen 6 or spleen 9. So use um, X39 on um, CV12 and... Mm -hmm. Use energy enhancer, ice wave, or 
Eon and SP6 on spleen 9. Okay. Also, what, what came to mind while you were describing this whole pattern is just go back to a basic um, yin-yang pair five-element rotation with energy enhancer. After you've cleared the uh, the brain with the Eon brain protocol. Mm. Yeah. Brain balancing. Right. That's always and a good go-to. Yeah. So maybe um, she would use the um, the the spleen stomach more often in the five elements rotation? Yeah. Could be integrated into it, sure. And some sometimes I modify the five element rotation. Like if we want to do, if we want to emphasize earth, we do the stomach and the spleen placements on every other placement. So say you start on earth and then you go to metal and then you go back to earth and then you go to water and then you go back to earth and then you go to wood and then you go back to earth and then you go to fire so you've got earth on every other rotation yep love that hey that's great yeah the sense of sleeping has a lot of the patches um, and mom seems to be very willing. I would definitely, you know, do what you suggested first with, you know, maybe the energy enhancer or the ice wave on spleen six or nine um, with the X39 in the center and then do the EON brain balancing protocol at night for a couple of weeks um, and then see how that makes her feel uh, and then think about then swapping the um, the energy enhancers for the five elements rotation using the um, the five elements. We've done that a number of times on the show and then doing the spleen six stomach 36 combination more often, like you said, Dr. Dennis. Um, so every other application being that combination. And also some of the listeners may be new and maybe haven't heard about how important earth is. And in five element medicine, um, I've talked before about the yellow river map where, where it's more ancient and is the basis for the five element chart that Worsley developed, but before he moved the earth into that rotation of the cycle, the, the, um, the um, generation cycle, uh, the earth was in the center and all the other phases or energies had to go through earth first. So doing an alternate rotation where, where earth is every other um, placement goes back to the ancient Yellow River map idea where you have to go through Earth to reset the energy before you go to another phase or element. Yep. So I like that idea. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's really, really cool. Um, 
let's see. Do, 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 do. Yeah, so I think with Le, it's just a little tweak to what Lei Ping has um, uh, in that uh, the points are correct. Um, I think that uh, alternating through the five elements would be really helpful since you're there to help mom. That's really helpful. Uh, if you wanted to do a slightly more complex protocol by doing the energy enhancers, rotating through those five elements, and again, like we said, emphasizing their earth more often because her main issues are earth at this point. And then having the expert yeah. in the center line right over the stomach um, to support that uh, area. And then the eon brain balancing at night would be a really, really good thing to start for, you know, three, four weeks. Um, a really right. solid protocol. Yeah, that's great. And in five-element medicine, we often make a quote-unquote diagnosis of an energy pattern imbalance by calling it a CF or constitutional factor. So you want to know what the person's constitutional factor is. Mm. And in this particular case, it sounds like earth. Yes, it does. It does. And Lei Ping would, you know, she could let us know whether mom has a tendency towards worrying. Oh, yeah. That's the energy of the earth is worry. Yeah. So the the downside or the dark side of the earth is worry. Um, I had a lot of that when I was growing up. Lots of that. That was a worry ward. It's so funny. And worry warding, like if you're a student and you're worried about exams or or you're worried about all the stress going on in the world with uh, pending nuclear war or whatever. Yeah, um, whatever they're that, trying to make that, us afraid of, I'm just like not falling for yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, hyster- it's just as an aside, it's hysterical fear porn. Uh, anyway, um, what it does is damage the spleen, give you spleen chi deficiency, and uh, so that's that's why, like Dr. Karen said, worry is a negative aspect of the emotions of the spleen or earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Uh, um, we are still working on our written ones, and then I'm, I uh, apologize for the folks that are calling in. Um, the call number to call in, we're getting to you guys next, 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190. And if you are online, you can actually put your uh, question and message in the chat as well. Now, for folks that are on Skype, we do not unmute Skype uh, people. So sorry about that. That's uh, the rules that we have right now because we've had some interesting um, interesting people come on Skype that we – it's not, uh, you know – Let's just say they were very unkind to my guest. So I'm sorry, I will not be mute, unmuting you if you're on Skype. So call back another way if you want to ask a question live. So the number to call in again is 818-514-1190. So just FYI in terms of the order we have uh, coming up, um, the first one uh, after we do this next question is area code 561, uh, and then after that area code 510, and then after that 720. So you guys are coming up soon. All right, Dr. Dennis, this is a question from Christiana. Uh, She says, I'm so grateful for these blog talk sessions with you and Dr. Dennis. I've been having amazing experience, white, right, tan, left, and with the X39, X49 creativity since last month. Thank you so much. Oh, technical question. Uh, Well, we'll put this in the blog anyway. (laughs) Um, She was just asking, uh, she doesn't know how to find the the notes afterwards okay so i know it's like giving a, a haircut over the over the over the phone right it's, it's hard if you're not seeing visually um so christiana what i can do for you is um 
maybe create some sort of screen share video and post it in the light medicine community and tag you on it so you can see how you find it. So if you go to patchtrainingteam.com, you click on the blog, and you just take a look at the, the latest blogs uh, if you're looking for something that you already listened to. Other than that, you can use the search button and put the topic uh, that you want in the blog. Uh, and then there's usually two blogs per show. There's one to announce the show, and then there's the notes from the show. So you want, if you get two for mm-hmm. the same search term, um, go to the, the one that's more recent, and that will give you the notes. So anyway, I'll put that in a screen share video for you, and um, that'll be easier. Okay. So we can go to the phones now. Let's see. All right. All right. So, so area code 561. Hi. Who's this? Hey, this is Susan in Florida. Hey, Susan in Florida. How is the post-hurricane weather where you are at? You know, I'm lucky. I'm in the uh, panhandle, so we just had a little bit of wind and nothing nothing else. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. How can we help you today? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see how much time I've got, but I want to start with a tricky one. This is a cousin who has severe swelling in his feet. Um, He's been on X3949 and Eon and Energy Enhancer since August 23rd. When I added in the Energy Enhancers two weeks ago, because he started on the 39 and Eon, and by the way, he's about 70, I put in the energy enhancer because the feet weren't coming down. He was having other good results. He's not a diabetic, but he has neuropathy. Oh, excuse me. I guess I could tell you, should tell you there's big neurological issues. He's lost the ability to walk. Um, he's now in a wheelchair and in his easy chair. Um, so he had evidently from that immobility developed some neuropathy. So that's gotten better shoulder pains better. I mean, just we were seeing improvements pretty much right out of the gate on those issues. Wow. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I know. Happy with that. Then when I put the energy enhancers on about week two to address the swelling on the feet, I put them on kidney one, um, and and the swelling came down for about a week. Um, And then... It resumed, and I was over there yesterday, and I had looked up a protocol where you put glutathione on triple warmer three, and, oh, gosh, where was the second spot? Um, Oh, lung, lung one, both on the right side, and that that did not touch it, and I put ice wave on the feet yesterday, right around the ankle area, but it's real, the, the swelling... It's from the ankle down and the top of his foot. I mean, that must stick up like about an inch. History-wise, just so you know, I knew you'd want to look at a little bit of history. He was in a severe car accident at about age 20, um, really hurt his um, sacroiliac. They said it was very out of place from this accident. and I mean, it was severe. The car flipped over. He was in the back seat flipped over a couple times, ended up in a ditch. And the main thing he came out of it with was this sacroiliac 
problem, but of course we know he got everything took a jumble. Right, right. Um, yep. Then he had bulging disc in the lower back. He had um, disc surgery on that. Um, he said that was about 25 years ago. Um, he's also had cancer of the tonsils. He had chemo and radiation for eight weeks after that, which was about two years ago. And then the most recent thing um, is he went septic. He had kidney stones. He ended up going septic in December of 2021 and was on a a high course of antibiotics. What's interesting Mm -hmm. to note here is that he said the swelling in the feet and the ankles mainly started after the chemo and radiation, which was approximately two years ago. Okay, well, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks for the, thanks for the history. Uh, I think that's really interesting that uh, you put the energy enhancers in kidney one, the swelling came down for about a week, and then it resumed. Um, so I'm just yep. curious whether, number one, you know, what's his, you know, uh, is he on medication? Does he, because sometimes people have mineral deficiencies. Um, just curious if he's on any minerals, if he's on any medication. And you know the I know, and I should have found out about medication. He he's not a medica. They don't believe in meds, um, but oh, okay. I don't think, on the other hand, yeah, that they're real holistic in terms of taking um, supplements. So I I would bet that there probably is a mineral deficiency, and the quality of the food is not very good. And I'm sure he's insulin resistant. Just looking looking at him, you know, large large tummy, probably 30, 40 pounds overweight, and, of course, the inactivity hasn't, has not helped. But not on a lot of meds, and he's not diabetic, so the neuropathy come on ever since this gradual loss of lower body functioning. He, he was diagnosed, you know, the Lou Gehrig thing, one doctor, said, oh, we think it's a form of that that we just haven't seen before. Um, But the doctors have just basically said there's nothing his brain scans, they said, look normal other than degeneration for his age, but that's not really surprising. And he has, by the way, since he's been on the stem cells, and he started the 49 a week ago, I added those in. He has carnitine. I haven't added those in because I wanted to ask your opinion on that, um, but he does have more mobility, and he actually does have times when he feels quivering in his calf muscles, so it feels like something's trying to come back online, and one day he shocked himself. He was able to pull his legs up in bed without using his arms. He wow. Like, oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. And move wow. him over and put his wow, feet wow, on wow. the floor without his arms. That's what I told him, Dr. Can, because he's like, oh, I don't know if this is really working. And his wife was like, what are you talking about? You haven't been able I to know, do that in two that. years. <laughs> yeah, I know, they minimize to, that. Uh, yeah, they, that's oh, they, part of their belief, belief system. He was able to stand up one day from his wheel. Now, he was holding onto his wheelchair, but he was able to stand up without shaking and tremoring, and his wife just said she was blown away by that. So we are, you know, things are definitely happening. Mm-hmm. Good for um, you. And, yeah, lucky for him. Oh, what bothers him the most is this swelling in the feet, and you'll love 
with me or not, but one of the things I said to him yesterday, I said, you know, look, let's relax a little bit. You've been on this five weeks and four days. I said, I believe that the intelligence of the body, there's a reason that swelling came back. Either a new, you know, either the blockage just got cleared temporarily and who knows. But then I gave him an example of one time when I had a triple tear meniscus in my left knee and they wanted to drain it. And I told the doctors, absolutely not. I said, if Mother Nature put that fluid there, then guess what? (laughs) Mother Nature's going to have to take it down. And the doctor was like, well, why did you come? And I said, well, I was hoping you'd have other solutions. (laughs) I know, that's a good point. I know, stupidly, (sighs) I was way younger than decades. But, you know, so that was kind of what I said to him. I said, relax, I'm going to be on with my favorite LifeWave doctors tomorrow and they'll have a direction for us to go in. So he he did. He said, okay. But what okay. we did yesterday, the, the glutathione on the triple warmer three and the lung one on the right side did not touch it. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with that protocol. Um, yeah. It's not something that I don't think Dr. Dennis or I ever mentioned. It's just kind of a weird It wasn't. Kind of no, a weird protocol, actually. I found I don't know why online. It, it, was it was something I found online that reduced... And I think it was from a patching, I don't know if it was patching team or what, but it was a protocol I found. Yeah. Maybe Dr. Dennis knows more about that than, than I do. Um, is well, there I some usually sort of use uh, Sanjiao 3 for ears and hearing. Ears and hearing? Okay. Yeah. Right. And what was the other uh, point, did you say, Susan? It was, I, I used it on triple lung one, three, you know, they're on the hand, and then on yeah. lung one. Same side, okay. Lung yep. one. For swelling, you said, right? Yep, that's what the protocol I pulled hmm. up was for. <laughs> I'm at a Maybe loss. Maybe hearing's a little better today, Dr. Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, I don't, well, you know more than I do about this stuff, so Dr. Dennis, uh, does that, is there anything that would make sense in terms of swelling using those two points? Because it's not coming to me. Yeah, lung one transforms phlegm. And it, okay, it okay. Uh, clears, clears heat and water passages. So yeah. that, there you go. that would make sense. Yeah, lung one. Yeah. yeah, but if it doesn't work, then you try something else, which is why Susan's here. Um, before Dr. Yeah. Dennis shares his uh, wisdom here, I just want to mention, Susan, this, uh, just, uh, I'm putting my medical doctor hat on just for a moment. Um, yes, that, yes. Uh, we have noticed that people that have, like, lots of stuff going on, um, that they tend to be mineral deficient, especially if they've gone through, you know, chemo, radiation, yep. severe stress. So I would just right. definitely, you know, consider, consider, I'm not, I, I'm not prescribing, but consider, yes. you know, drinking three cups of bone broth a day for additional minerals or taking like, I take mineral force. I really like that mineral and mag force. Um, uh, there's also on the full script, um, there's stuff you can get like perfect aminos is something that I use, uh, to help build back muscle, and, you know, the amino acids are important to, to build the other parts of the body. So it's possible yeah. that with patches on board, if there's not enough raw ingredients, right, uh, there's not yeah. enough nutrition, then the body can't make what it what the patches are telling it to make. So, gotcha. um, yeah, so that might be a possibility. Okay, good. Okay, I'll, all right. Dr. Dennis, you're up. Well, <clears throat> My my first inclination after hearing all this was well let's uh, let's clear 
toxins out of the liver and and tonify the spleen. And so um, I, I was thinking the back shoe points for the liver and the spleen and back shoe point for the liver would be bladder 18 and for the spleen would be bladder 20. And so um, <clears throat> if you use something, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> like um, isolate patches, you put the white one on right bladder 18 and the tan one on spleen 20. Uh, that's one possibility. Now, is that spleen so 20 or bladder 20? Bladder. I meant bladder. Okay. It's a back shoot point for the spleen, but it's bladder 20. Gotcha. Okay. Got it. Thanks for catching that. Okay, so... Well, so my, one... my brain has been so spacey lately. I check everything. I know. I'm ascending, Dr. Can. <laughs> yeah, there you anyway. go. I'm sorry, Dr. Dennis. Yeah. Okay, so I've got that. I think let me just double check. So ice wave white on bladder eighteen and then the tan on bladder twenty for the spleen. Yeah, on the other side on the left. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh you could also use X thirty nine on the right bladder eighteen and X forty nine. Or uh, I'm sorry, I go the other way. X49 on right bladder 18 and X39 on left bladder 20. Okay. So 39 on bladder 20 and then on the liver point bladder 18 to 49. Yeah. Okay. Just, just so you have a relative yin yang pair on liver mm -hmm. and spleen, bladder. Okay. Points. And I will right. say well, he looked a little redder to me when I saw him. I saw him about mm, three weeks ago. He did look. He his coloring definitely appears to be. I mean, so something's moving in there. He went from white to rather, you know. So I don't know whether he's dispelling some heat or. Would that fit in with what you're saying right now, Dr. Dennis? Yeah, he's releasing heat. And, okay. Uh, that, that would be indicative of uh, releasing toxins that he got from the chemo that are probably stored yeah. in the liver. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that stuff can come out, right? Sometimes it's... Oh, and how about that. all the antibiotics? All the antibiotics from when he was septic. Uh, yeah, so his, he would yeah. have uh, potential gut issues from that, which is why I'm prescribing, if I were to prescribe, <laughs> uh, bone broth. The bone um, broth. Yeah, yeah, one to three cups a day. It doesn't have to be bone. I mean, if you like smoothies, you can make smoothies out of bone broth protein. I mean, they, there's t a bunch of people making organic bone broth protein powders for smoothies now if you don't like bone broth. I just decided I was going to, you know, just get some of my kettle and fire uh, bone broth and I'm just having, you know, one box right now. Uh, and then I'll have one box later today because I feel like I'm bone broth today and it's just really convenient, you know, just pop it in and oh, heat yeah. it up and we're done. I'm so glad you and feel also, good about uh, kettle and his, fire. His gut was probably, his, his gut bio oh, was I'm probably sure ravaged. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure. So, 
So he needs some probiotics probably. And often probiotics replenishing the gut will help resolve the swollen feet. Yes. You know, I was just talking to him yesterday. I told him and his wife, I just read Dr. William Davis's stuff on the lactobacillus. Is it rotary, how you pronounce it? Um, Or rotary? But anyway, I was... I'm going to learn how to make that. It's funny you bring that up. I just said so that to him yesterday. I said, I'm sure you need probiotics, you know, and we were laughing. I said, I'm going to learn how to make it. So Aww. that's on my list of things to do this month. That's yep. great. Are there any probiotics in the meantime, though, that you'd recommend that I might be able to get him on? You know, I've used a lot in the past, um, and lately I have not been muscle testing people as a yes for probiotics for whatever reason, but of course they may not be as far gone as <laughs> what he's done. Yeah. Oftentimes I'll get to do the bone broth first, probiotics later. Um, but I think your idea of using food, you know, is uh, is a great idea. Like if he tolerates the, you know, the fermented sauerkraut or, you know, um, some of that right. I make my own kombucha at home, although for whatever reason it makes me gain weight. Um, <laughs> it might be too damp. Uh, but I, um, you know, I haven't used probiotics a lot, so I usually will muscle test somebody, you know, whether they should have probiotics, and if so, which brand, and okay. if so, how much. So, unfortunately, I can't I can be do that. more helpful there. No, I can do that. A lot that. of good Keepers brands. I can muscle test them. Yeah, Kiefer's another right. one, which Chinese people don't use as much because it's dairy, but... Okay, so we we'll, uh, with coconut. Oh, coconut keeper, right, right, yes, yes. Oh, that, and you know what? They sell that. Yeah, I've seen. I matter of fact, I've taken that on and off the coconut kefir. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. That's easy to take too. You just put it in the tablespoon and you're done. All right. Well, I'm going to be selfish today, and if I can, just have like one some tips for me. I was exposed to. COVID in July, whatever, people tested it. I don't believe in the test. I mean, I think I'm on the same page as you guys with the whole, you know, that whole issue. But something I was exposed to because everybody got ill. I had a sore throat. Didn't and feel great. But, uh, uh, this was in July. I was exposed okay. to what my family, it was a wedding shower, called COVID. They got tested. A bunch of people got sick. I very mildly had a sore throat, what have you. It's my second quote-unquote run-in with COVID. Um, and both times I had neurological issues, which somebody with my history would, PTSD, TBI. Um, and so I am struggling a little bit with some brain fog, if I may use that terminology. And I'm just curious, any patching suggestions? I've got all of our patches. Um, you know, I'm on 3949 every day. Um, once in a while, if I have to do a thinking task, I'll put ice wave on my temples. I'm doing the brain balancing protocol. I do it daily. Like I just, you know, I don't leave home without my, my eon at night brain balancing. But I was just curious well, if, if you had anything that may speed me up a bit in my healing. If you still have brain fog after you've done the Eon Brain Protocol, switch it to glutathione. Yeah. Oh, switch to glutathione in the brain in the brain protocol at night, or or even during give the it day. A try, it I guess I just thought glutathione was could be energizing. 
I mean, heck, I'm willing to try it. Yeah, it doesn't bother yeah, me at night, it's honestly, it's but some people it does. If, okay. It, it's usually, so, oh, I will. It usually stimulates you and keeps you awake in, in some people, but uh, if it doesn't, like with, like with me and, and Dr. Karen, I, I wear them at night and it's fine. I can sleep just okay. fine. Hey, that's an easy, easy peasy solution. So just switch out my Eon to the glutathione, glutathione for brain balancing. Right. Okay. And easy. Glutathione, well, then, not, it, it will huh? help detox and keep heavy metals, including graphene oxide, out of the body. Yeah, and see, that's another thing I think about, too, is just, you know, the whole shedding phenomena and, you know, having been at convention, which was probably, that's the biggest event I've been to, but I know it was interesting. I do a lot of the training phone calls with Live Younger, and there were more than one or two people that got symptomatic, not saying what it was, but symptomatic after convention. Interesting to note, huh? Yeah, yeah, I didn't really notice too much about that, but definitely in July, uh, a whole slew of people, quote unquote, got sick, and um, yep. and including myself. And I thought this is interesting, so I like to call it an unplanned massive cleanse. Um, did not, did not, yeah, yeah I did not test, uh, you know, at least muscle test, you know, for the uh, biotoxin or anything like that. But what's very interesting is I think I suspect that given how everybody went down so quickly, uh, I think yeah. it was an electromagnetic issue. Ah. Can't prove it. But um, th- there are ways in which you can turn, let's, for example, if you turn on 5G or if you, you know, if there are towers made and you just yeah. turn them on or something like yeah. that, um, in the past, uh, every time, it, starting with radio waves, right, pe- people literally died. Like lots of people died <laughs> when they a first lot, started radio right. waves, and then that, then our bodies got used to it, and then they started something else, and then our bodies got used to it. So, um, so something was going on, I believe, but I can't prove it. Uh, oh, so, I listen. Yeah, because uh, even if it was a yep. so-called infectious yada yada in the past, we were taught in medical school like, hey, it's an actual infection. There's a you know ten day, seven right. ten day incubation period, right? So. So you would have people get sick over many, many, many weeks because that one person would so-called, so-called infect the next person, would so-called infect the next person, right? It would take weeks, right? right? But when everybody right. gets sick in the same week, I'm like, hmm, that's new. <laughs> that's not what yeah. my medical experience is telling me is true for an infection, yeah. huh? With the exception well, it's, of Well, it's of possible the that what's going on, what's going on with that, uh, there's a good possibility that we're being broadcast with um, EMF, either from 5G or with HARP, uh, for frequencies that simulate parasites. So a lot of people come down with symptoms as if they were invaded by parasites. How? Yeah, and yeah, so, there's something, you know there's what something makes me, Dr. Dennis, this is so, I'm so no. glad you said that because that is one shift I've noticed in my functioning. And I've been well-patched. I have my one-year anniversary is actually in two days, which is why it was so funny. When you said 10 years was today, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're in the same week of anniversaries. But anyway, um, is that I've been constipated more. I mean, I take a magnesium at night, oxy something, oxy powder, you know, with the quote-unquote yep. oxygen in it. That's the best it. one, yeah. 
I, I mean, I love it. And, yes, I am uh, probably dependent, no question. But even with that, I have been definitely – isn't that interesting what you just said about the, the parasites? But ever since, yeah. yeah and I'm, the good I'm thing bad. about it is it, that's easy to neutralize. If it's uh, EMF or energetic, convert yeah. the frequency or, or neutralize it. And the patches can help with that. Yeah, we teach that to do that. Well, and, you know, I also, yep, I also do the, um, oh, the fluffy, the focus life energy frequencies. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but I've got that on my phone. And that's also, are you familiar with that? The FLFE focus life. I can, uh, for next month, I promise. Yeah, I think think somebody shared it with me. Um, there's quite a few different ones out there, um, some of them better than others. Yep. Um, some of them, um, people swear by them, and I'm like, hey, whatever works, you know. It's like whatever works. Well, uh, I, I just usually muscle test myself and get a yes or a no, and I often get a no. So. Right. All right, one, two, if I can slip this in Okay, real well, quick. we Anything? know we have uh, – I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop you right there because oh, there's a few people more people, okay, and our you. show is going to end in 10 minutes, so – we have got to move on. Whoa. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, you're welcome, Susan. Thank you you're so welcome. much for calling in. Thank you. And, uh, okay. And congratulating your success, too. Actually, we have seven yep, minutes. thanks. So I'm going to okay. meet you. Bye. And let's get to area code 510. Hello. Thanks for your this patience. Anjali in California. Thank you Hi, for taking Hello. Hi. Hi. So... I'm going to ask you my question first, and then I'll give you the background. And I'm wondering if you know of any adverse relationship between a high blood lead level and the X39, because um, I got severe lead poisoning last year, and my BLL was over 70, and my BLL is actually still at 15. I'm having a hard time detoxing, and I also have severe obstructive sleep apnea, and I use a CPAP every night, but it's not. 100% 100% effective. It's actually probably only about maybe 25% effective. But I found that I can't use the X39 because it disrupts my already disrupted sleep for many, many months, not just a few days, you know, but months. And even if I just use it for an hour or two in the morning, I still, it, it still screws up my sleep forever. So I'll just figure out that it was the X39, but I'm pretty sure now that that's what it was. And um, I'm okay with daily use of most of the other patches. And I'm starting my fourth month right now of the five-day AB detox. So I did A for about three weeks, and then I... I'm not familiar with what you're talking about because that's not our protocol. So are you talking about the five elements? Hmm, I I haven't listened to you long enough. Oh, okay. So this might be another uh, another team that's created uh, protocols mm-hmm. that uh, Dennis and I are not part of and are not aware of. Just like the the you know, Susan before talked about, you know, the the one for swelling um, that we were not familiar with either. So it doesn't mean anything when you say protocol A. <laughs> so. okay, that it, it does have your brain balancing as part of it. So I thought maybe it was kind of a more universal. <laughs> Um, detox protocol. So basically, you use. Do you want me to tell you what it is, just real quick, or? Sure. Um, so sure. energy 
glutathione, Eon, and SP6 during the daytime, and you you do it for five days, you alternate spots, and then at nighttime you use carnosine, uh, Silent Night, and, and I can't, Silent Night actually makes me worse, so I don't, I use um, Alavita instead. And I'm blanking on the last patch that you use in the, at nighttime. But so, so there's, the A is slightly modified from that, and it includes your Eon brain balancing. And you do that for two to three weeks, and then you start with the B, which is what I just described. Anyway, I hope I didn't confuse things more. Uh, but okay. it's it several different. You tolerate those with the exception of Silent Nights, correct? I seem to, yeah. Okay. Well, the other weird thing is that Alavita helped me one night, I think. Alavita and Eon both seemed to help me one night, and then after that they seemed to make things worse as far as sleep goes. So it's been harder to pin down. Uh, I can't really pin down what the, the daytime patching is affecting my sleep because it has changed since I've been using the patches, and that's been maybe four or five months. But I, I really want to use the X39, and I can't seem to do it. And, and the only thing I can think of, because nobody seems to have heard of this before, is the lead and some connection between the copper and the lead, so I'm curious to know if you have any insights on that. Okay, so what you're saying yeah, is you can use X39 once and then have problems for months. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Go ahead, Dr. Ness. I'd have to do some research on uh, how lead might be involved with the copper peptide pathway, but I don't recall anything right now, so I'd have to go look it up. Yeah, I don't know okay. anything specific uh, related to that either, but I did want to make an observation is that if somebody, this is all theoretical, but um, Anjali, if, if somebody has high blood lead levels, you know that that's something that the body does need to detox to some degree, right? Whenever you use any patch, not just X39, but any patch, that will start to detoxify you. Um, and so it does make sense that if you're, patching every single day, uh, potentially with the same patch, um, that it it kind of is a better, worse, better, worse, better, worse, because your body will release toxins when it has the energy to do so. When you release toxins, you feel like crap. (laughs) So you feel better, energy, the body goes, whoa, there's energy, I'm going to detox now, and then you get rid of some heavy metals, and your body goes, oh, gross, you know, (laughs) like this feels gross. And then you lose and, the energy. And if and you're then, really, yeah. If you're really toxic, then then people feel yucky, and they quit using the patches. So the patches made me feel yucky, so you have to brief them ahead of time that they may have a detox reaction, and how do you, how to deal with that? Like take the patch off and drink a lot of water and if they can't tolerate the symptoms. Yeah, yeah, and I, I do tell other people that, and I, I haven't. I mean. The only time I feel good or bad is is totally sleep related for me. Um, and so when you when you're saying that, are you talking about sleep being affected by by the yeah? Detoxing? Because if you're detoxing during your sleep, right, you're going to be awake. Mm. So I remember one time I tried to do an herbal detox. You know, one of those foot herbal detox pads. I just thought 
they didn't do anything, but I wanted to try it, right? Because people were like, oh, it looks so cool. Anyway, so I put it on my foot. Oh, my gosh. I was, like, awake every hour on the hour. I'm like, forget this. <laughs> I need my sleep. <laughs> I'll have to see toxic glutathione, you know, during the day. So well, I guess um, when I say my sleep is disrupted, it's not like I'm waking up all the time. It's just uh, the apnea seems to get worse or whatever because I'm I've, I'm sleeping through the night, but I just wake up very unrefreshed. And and that's what happens with that's me. That's a very different thing. Mm. Yeah, so waking up unrefreshed could be a number of things. Qual, you know, the quality of your sleep. It could be the depth of your sleep. Um, and it could be that you're healing and you're in the healing phase and you need more sleep. So without, you know, being more, uh, you know, we, we can't diagnose you here, obviously, but it could be any of those things. Like Silent Nights makes me sleep like once, want to sleep ten hours. <laughs> I'm like, okay, oh. I don't really need it. Thank you very much. <laughs> and, and also, some some of my patients say Nirvana helps them sleep better than the Silent Nights does. Yep, yep, it's true. So I think in your case, you will need to uh, change it up, you know, on a regular basis. Don't do two two of the same patches on the same night. Uh, sorry, two the same patches two nights in a row. Like you're going to have to change it up because that's what your system, for whatever reason, is doing. Um, so are you doing the Energy Enhancer Five Elements? Or have you done it? Can you briefly tell me what Five Elements is? I... Oh, so you know, okay. So yeah, you're uh, new. So it's one of the protocols that Dr. Dennis and I have been talking about for quite some time. Use a yin acupuncture point on the left side of the body and a yang acupuncture point on the right side of the body, and they're paired. So we have five elements in Chinese medicine. So you have a yin-yang pair for each of those elements. We have, you know, metal, we have water, we have wood, we have fire, and then we have earth. So there is a whole protocol that's free. Um, it's, uh, it's on the Facebook group. It's also on the um, – uh, it's in the if you look up five elements on patchtrainingteam.com, you'll chose that we have with that, and it'll give you the points for that. And you use uh, tan on the left, white on the right, and you just follow the that protocol, and that may help with you know your energy during the day, and also help you with detoxification without it being too severe. Okay, I will give that a try. Okay. And uh, we've been doing the show about almost, uh, well, for nine years, and there are at least six years of archives where we talk about uh, five-element rotation. You could go into and find out how to do that. Okay, great. I'll look that up. Thank you so much, and I'll look forward to seeing what you find out about the, the lead and copper. Okay. Okay, good sounds good. Um, yep, and just so you know, we have a, um, an open group. Uh, it's closed, but it, what I mean open by you don't have to be on our team to be in it, um, and that's administrated mm-hmm. by uh, Anna Kadina, one of my team members, and she, again, like Dr. Dennis, is selflessly giving her time and energy to help people in that group. So I'm no longer uh, active in that group because I have way too many you know people to deal with and help in my own group. So she has been kind enough to stay on as administrator. So that is the patch training team uh, phototherapy support group. And um, I'll put that link in the notes as well. Uh, but I'm going to do it on the audio, patchtrainingteam.com forward slash PTT group. 
So patchtrainingteam.com forward slash PTT group, all one word. And you can also post your question there. Hey, I can't find the five elements. I don't know where to look, you know. And somebody, anybody, there's a lot of helpful people in that group. So they'll, they'll share or tag you uh, on those posts so you can see the pictures. Okay, okay, great. Thank you again. You're very welcome. Okay. So we're going to unmute uh, area code 720. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello, Hello, doctors. Thank you for taking my call and, and hanging in there. Boy, that was a fun test of my patience this morning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like, you know, the best thing <laughs> to do okay. is I'll post it first on the on the Facebook group or the community. Right. And you'll be first in line. Right. So is this um, Kathy? Sorry. Can't recognize the no, phone number. No, Jean, Jean Nitre, actually. Jean oh, hey, Nitre. Jean. Okay. You probably remember All me. Right. Hi, hi. So um, dealing with a um, piriformis muscle stress, uh, and uh, so <laughs> you might remember this. I've called in before about it. Uh, this happened last year in February. I had to uh, temporarily use a car with a, um, a clutch, and I had to really mm. reach for it. And so that uh, messed things up, as well as the nerve going down the outside of that leg and the two toes next to the pinky toe. It's slowly getting better. I get chiropractic every week. Chiropra- I'm chiropractic every week. Um, acupuncture didn't seem to touch it. I had about 10 sessions. Um, but you never know. Maybe it was making it slowly better. So I guess my first bottom line question is, and, I, and I've tried in the past patching both ends of the piriformis muscle. Huh? Um, I forget what I use, but a variety of combinations, although I also have um, chronic fatigue from um, COVID uh, over a year ago, and it's like, oh, just thinking about patching and different combinations, I just I couldn't get into it. So I haven't done it a whole lot uh, of how to remedy this piriformis muscle. Which patches do you have at home? I have everything. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. Dr. Dennis, did you want to start? Well, what was the result of patching both ends of the piriformis muscle? What happened there? Oh, nothing. I just tried one pair or, you know, like Eon and glutathione once and then nothing and then ice wave and nothing and energy enhancers, nothing. But, but you know, I'm, I mean, maybe I'm just waiting, looking for the right combination. I uh, mean, you know, so um, I need your commentary, especially on those, on uh, patching both ends of that muscle or not. And maybe, you know, certainly another patch somewhere else. I usually put 39 on the tailbone almost every day. And I use 49, you know, wherever, almost every day. So by tailbone, you mean the sacrum, like uh, GV2? Uh, I don't know the points. It's uh, at the very bottom of the spine that I can get to. Near the butt crack, but not in it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, GV2. <laughs> and what, what's the major thing that's bothering you? What's the most the important thing you want to get oh, rid of? The the butt muscle. It hurts. 
that's the most of yeah, it, I, I can't walk more than about 15 minutes, and then it hurts, although it it's not hurting as badly in the last few days. It, it changes kind of every day, but generally getting better. This has taken a freaking long time. And, and I have great in trust which, in the <laughs> Just, What? In which direction of moving your leg does it hurt the worst? Uh, just walking. Uh, I haven't tried other positions of my leg, so I don't know. I do some so when you do the heel strike or when you push off? Oh, no, just consistently. It, it comes on after walking about 15 minutes. And when I lie oh, in bed, okay. it, and when I lie in bed, I think because of the different, um, you know, the shifting my weight, per gravity and on the bed, as opposed to walking and sitting, it gets worse at night and my left foot burns up. I can't, it's hard to find a comfortable position for that butt ner- uh, nerve and, and muscle and, um, um, oh, and it'll take, uh, again, like, in walking, it'll take um, maybe 10 or 15 minutes to make itself known that this is a painful condition or um, position. Okay. Well, I'm thinking uh, gallbladder 30 and gallbladder 34 and bladder 62 on the okay. same, same leg, same side. Okay, um, same side. Yeah, and did you say it was on the right or the left? Left. So um, put put a tan patch on bladder 62. And um, put an eon on gallbladder 30 and a glutathione on gallbladder 34. Okay. I know it's um, left side, but, but we're going down that leg, and uh, the tan yeah. patch will pull the chi down. So either tan patch? Uh, preferably ice wave. And, and the um, where those points are, but I, I can find them. But uh, are you going to go on with more <laughs> patching on the on the butt? I'll try that first and see what happens. Okay. So, gallbladder 30 is the master point of that hip. So, okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, thanks so much. Really appreciate you guys. <laughs> sure, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, uh, Dr. Dennis, I was just going to add um, that uh, because she talks about the fatigue, that uh, in addition to the X39, X49, uh, kind of just that mainstay. Of, of kind of correcting things underneath. I think it's also given the past history of COVID, uh, I would like to see, you know, those patches being used as well because we know it helps to protect the nervous system uh, and to potentially protect the um, 
the cardiovascular system, uh, or at least help them heal up. Um, I would say maybe adding energy enhancer patches in the five elements would be really good as it's kind of just a general baseline thing to improve the energy in the chi. So kind of like building up that battery back up after that. Um, okay. You know, yeah, okay. after that All right. um, chronic fatigue. That sounds great. And, and I'm glad you said the word fatigue um, because maybe this is – well, I tend when that pain comes on, it's like, oh God, I gotta sit down. I'm just so tired. I just, you know, like fatigue, and it just overcomes me, and I have, you know, don't even want to do anything. Or is that just from the pain, which isn't that bad? It's about a six or seven, maybe. Yeah, I think everybody's oh. different. Um, pain causes a lot of fatigue. <laughs> got little kitties going on. Yeah. <laughs> Wants to uh-huh. talk. Nobody. I think she has a suggestion. <laughs> or he has a suggestion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that the kind of fatigue you're talking about, um, given the quality of the pain, is uh, over and above what we would expect. But, again, I'm, I'm not you. I'm not your body. I'm just guessing. Um, but I think yeah. given that you had that past history uh, from – you know, from COVID that uh, a lot of people are talking about that chronic fatigue. And um, there may be, you know, it, it wouldn't hurt, at least for, you know, what I, if, if somebody was in the office, I would probably muscle test them for bone broth, minerals, salt, um, you know, vitamins. Like there's some things that you may need more of, like magnesium, for example, uh, is uh, very, very important for both detoxification, energy production, and muscle relaxation. So, um you know, you might, you know, if you muscle test, you might want to check to see if you need more magnesium. I really like magnesium oil. Um, I have a link uh, on full script um, that I created for people that are, um, you know, patching uh, LifeWave people uh, just so they can find it easier. So there's like several different types of minerals there. There's the essential amino acids I talked about earlier with another collar. Um, and then there's a couple of different forms of magnesium oil, which is basically magnesium and water, but you put it topically. So in your case, you could put it topically on the piriformis after you patch, of course. Okay, 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 um, okay. Just to see if we can locally relax. Yeah, because magnesium is needed for relaxation. So if you're walking oh. and the chi and energy are not flowing in there, it could be that you're magnesium deficient. It's possible. I have yeah. some magnesium lotion. Uh, can you yeah, come you in go. on that? Yeah, same, about the same. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's not as it's okay. not as uh, it's not as um, high a dose, so you may need to put more more often. But um, that'll work. Yeah, that I mean, okay. if it's gonna help. It's it, it'll you'll notice pretty quickly whether it's gonna make a difference. So Great. yeah, I, I usually like for people that've gone through anything chronic like that. I usually like to check their vitamins, their minerals, especially minerals, um, and because sometimes they'll be low, and they're you know. There are other things we don't know about uh, COVID or, or the jibby-jabby um, that may right. contribute to these uh, imbalances. Right, exactly, exactly. All right, well, thank you very much. I'll give this You're all welcome. Time. Thanks for your sure. patience. It'll work. Sure. You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye. Awesome. So, Dr. Dennis, thank you again for today and for joining us every single Uh, months. Um, Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see everybody next time. You're welcome, Dr. Karen. It's my pleasure, everybody. Thank you. Okay. Bye, everyone.